This is Troy Wagner. This is Eric Miller. We are Ravers for Recovery. Recovery. And if you're listening to this, so are you. you. How was your day? How was your week? We want to hear from you. Reach out to us by email, info at raversforrecovery.org. And go ahead and connect with others in recovery by joining our Facebook page. And always stay up to date with the latest news by visiting our website, www.raversforrecovery.org. And now, join us for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Today we do have Sarah Salsi, DJ Sarah LV. Whoop, whoop. LV does stand for Las Vegas. Um, she has DJed around Las Vegas. Um, also at the Palazzo Hotel and Casino. She's even done some stuff with uh, DJ Flava Flav. Um, she is an avid weight lifter and also an ambassador for Project Last Hope. So how are you doing today, Sarah? doing great Troy how are you great great me and Sarah uh, we have been talking here for um, you know a little while about um, both of our recoveries and the experiences that we have had while we were using or drinking and uh, what a better life it is today being in recovery um so let's see uh, what would you like to tell us a little bit about your experience Sarah. Yeah, my experience with uh with recovery. Wow. <laughs> I first of all want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, from where I was at about five or six years ago to where I'm at now, I never thought that I would be giving my own recovery story to help um, inspire other people and also being an ambassador for Project Last Hope um, that helps people who are going through addiction or going through depression or autism or any type of uh, physical um, impairment or psychological or drugs. Um, They help uh, reach out to people in the the community and with programs and part of the proceeds for their uh, clothing line uh, go to help uh, programs to help people within those those communities and who are going through that situation. That's amazing. And and, And that, again, is Project Last Hope. Yeah. Do you know how people? Do you know how people can find them? Do they are they on social media? Yeah, uh, they are on social media. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on uh, Instagram, and they also have a website, projectlasthope.org. Okay. Uh, you can find them there, and the portion of all the proceeds from the the clothing line and the different items that they sell uh, go to different programs within the community to help reach out to those who are needing help and assistance just to get through the day. Awesome. We'll definitely have to check that out. Um, yeah, for sure. So, you know, I do have a script here for the podcast and uh, some of the questions on there. You know, which festivals have you been to and which, you know, have been your favorite? Sure. So I've been to a lot of festivals, not so much recently, but when I was younger, um, we and you and you didn't like, and you didn't use there either. Yeah, I was a straight edger. I'm sure I missed a whole other experience. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't use during that time. Um, in fact, you know, I was a total advocate for not drinking, not smoking, um, 
you know, as a straight edger, I you know, was part of the plur community, peace, love, unity, respect. Of course, of course. For my friends, my sister who was younger, who would go to the race with me, and I don't know, Mom, I love you. Why did you let us go? I have no idea. How we got away with that. <laughs> huh. Being uh, minors and going to all these raves. Um, went to the juggernaut festival and saw the chemical brothers oh wow it was a freaking amazing experience with like twenty thousand people in oakland in an abandoned warehouse and that was just like that was just so awesome but the driver um he did get wasted in front of me and my sister with the 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 other two female passengers and that was a pretty scary experience for me um and i think that was like one of the last times we ever went to uh, a rave during that time um but um, as a DJ, you know, I've been to events and I've DJed events, um, nightclubs and things like that. And, uh, awesome. and so awesome yeah um so you guys were you know promoted the plur the peace love unity respect did y'all also do the candy like the bracelets yep i did and actually still have some i have to share a picture with that with you later i do i saved them all these years it's been like what are your what are your favorite ones what are your favorite ones say um shoot you know it's been a while since i looked at them i don't remember what it says on there I have to look. I don't know. <laughs> but it's got like the little butterflies on one, and another one's got rainbow colors. Yeah, I've got a couple of them. I've saved them all this time. Awesome. And I have like my clear plastic backpack, but I, I, I lost that when I moved to Vegas. That was so sad. Oh, well, you know, actually, what I'm wearing right now is a. Uh, it, okay, so 2017. I helped out a company promote their uh, some liquor. It was a liquor company, but um, yeah, I went to the festival there. Someone gave me a candy that says EDC on it, and uh, wearing that right now. And I put just for today on it as well. And uh, one thing here in recovery that I have done is it was crazy. You know, um, I've made probably over a hundred bracelets that say just for today that i've given to other people that i've met in the recovery community either at festivals or not festivals i haven't been any yet no um conventions though you know that's so cool yeah that's actually how i met eric also eric miller um you know who's helping with this ravers for recovery i met him in a meeting you know by giving him a candy so pretty cool pretty cool so um are you working on anything lately with the djing um yeah so with the djing i'm become more like a um private dj or like my own my own um company now like i'm not gonna dj for parties anymore like i dj clubs um i dj for flavor flavor that was an amazing experience um I DJed for private parties and that I had a really bad experience um, where I ended up in the back of a house with uh, there being talk of a gun being pulled. Oh my god. I was told to cut the music and I was in the dark and it was like late at night and everybody from the party cleared out of the house and I was like, you know what? This is not for me anymore. <laughs> I'm going to start working on my music. Um, wow. And so um, I'm also a music producer. Um, unfortunately, because of my my drinking problem that I have, um, I lost like everything not so long ago, um, and I was, I'm also a rapper, um, a vocalist, and uh, wow. a songwriter, wow. 
and uh, Je- jealous, been, jealous. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> it's been kind of like a bittersweet um, romance with my music because that's what that's what got me into drinking was mm. the music. Mm. I'd be at the studio with my friends, and they were like, "Oh, hey, you know, I'm like I'm so nervous because I had I had anxiety, I had anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. and you know, get nervous when I get on the microphone. I just have a drink, and I'm like, okay." Well, one drink turned to two, and then I'm drinking like 18 packs by myself after the studio, or just any excuse behind my house in the dark. It was not a good look on me. <laughs> and so, um, you know, getting back to my music now has been kind of like a bittersweet, um, like re- reuniting with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm working on two albums right now. Um, one of them is called Shadows and Light. Um, it kind of has to do with my recovery in different parts of myself. Wow. Um, on my Instagram, you can follow me at EJ Sarah LV underscore MSEBA, which is my alias um, music group or, or artist page, which is Music Sound Energy Vision Art. Okay. I'll be releasing one album, um, Lo-Fi album. Um, Lo-Fi is a Japanese t- uh, style of uh, music mm. where you, instead of trying to make it sound clear, um, like most albums, it's kind of got those pops and hisses and, and different sound bites and things like that, but it all, all works together to make the song. And um, that's something that's really helped me out this year. It's been a hard year for me with health things and with uh, PTSD, which I have, and anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. wanted to give back to the music that I love by making an album that I hope will be able to inspire and help other people. That's so awesome. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that it will help many others. Um, is there anything that else that you personally do to help with your recovery? Any type of meditation or yoga or anything like that? Yeah, that's, that's uh, good that you should ask that. Yeah, actually I do. So um, not so long ago this year, I was pretty overweight, um, depressed, um, in a really bad relationship with my ex-wife. Um and so that was a strain on my, you know, um, recovery. <laughs> I don't know how I did not drink, but uh, I didn't. You know, in fact, my cousin called me because she knew it was getting so bad that um, she wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to. She said, Sarah, just promise me one thing, that you're not going to drink. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, it's not worth it to me. Whatever is going on here, my recovery is, like, sacred to me. Primary, and yeah. Forever. Always so, keep that, um, always keep that first. Day. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I decided one day, you know what? I'm done with this life. I'm not, this is not who I want to be. Um, I had some weight because I used to weight train, but I got sick with rhabdo from um, overdoing it with the weight training. Mm. And um, so I, you know, I pulled them out of the closet, dusted them off. Um, I got my yoga mat out and elastic bands. And I just started about two months ago, just started working out. I said, you know what? This is what I want for myself. And so... I've gotten to like a disciplined routine now <clears throat> where I'm doing it twice a day. Um, and that's really been a great outlet to release like my stress and my anger, my anxiety, my tension. That's really like calm me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also, after that, I'll do my yoga and stretching, which is really great as well. And with that, I do meditating. And um, I have like a technique that I kind of use. It's called grounding. And so what I'll do is like I'll lay flat on the ground and I'll just let myself kind of float off. And like I, you know, I have anxiety and depression and stress. I mean, who doesn't? And so instead of trying to fight 
all of my fears and my stresses and my worries, I actually um, like confront them. I just let all of this, you know, negativity that's around me all the time just filter in, and I just feel it, mm-hmm. and then I just release it. And then once I release it, I kind of just fill myself back up with positivity, you know, focus on my goals, dream of the things that I want to happen in my life, and then like afterwards, I just feel so much more calmer. And some days I'll do that like twice a day if I really need it. But I've noticed with that, if I don't do it, I'm not like, you know, in my right space for that day. Mm-hmm. But I found that has really helped with my recovery and not, that's like my high. You know, I don't need, um, you know, I don't have that craving for alcohol. That, that mm-hmm. seems mm-hmm. to have helped me, you know, with the, the working out too. Just, I want to build my body back up after destroying it so much with like drinking and smoking and all the bad things I did to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, now I feel like I owe it to myself. Um, and since I started working out, um, it, I've lost like uh, 30 pounds, and I've lost like six inches in my wow. waist and my in my size. So good job, <laughs> good job. Less than two in two months. Thanks. <laughs> I have muscles now. Um, you know, and I have um, people on social media um, who are reaching out to me who are actually like professional weightlifters. Um, who also who are going through recovery too, which I was so inspired that they took the time out of their day who have like thousands of followers and say, hey, Sarah, thanks so much for being vulnerable. Thanks so much for um, sharing your story with us. Like, this is awesome. This is amazing. You know, I have people on my, my Instagram sending me messages. Hey, you know, I'm going through this situation. Can you help me? And that, that just makes me feel really good. And that, and that in a way is helping me with my recovery too. Um, uh, what? And, and yeah. keeping me accountable. You know, that I've got all these people that are depending on me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not only going to blog about it, but I'm going to do it too, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. What is the, uh, if some of our listeners want to reach out to you, what is that Instagram? Okay, yeah, my Instagram again is DJ, like disc jockey, mm-hmm. and then Sarah, S-A-R-A, and then L-V, like Las Vegas, underscore, and then my artist page name which is M, as in Mary, S-E-V-A, which okay. is for Music, Sound, Energy, Vision, and Art. Awesome. Also, um, we will, in the show description, go ahead and leave the information as well. So if they missed getting it on here, you know, they're able to go there to the description and uh, find out how to get a hold of you. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We are still t- speaking here to DJ Sarah LV, Sarah Salsi. Um, sorry about that, Sarah. You know, uh, technical difficulties. I'm sure you might know a little bit about those being a DJ and all that. You know. Oh yeah. So um, yeah. This last part of the podcast is. What would you like to tell anyone who is listening and currently struggling with addiction sure. or alcoholism? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's a really uh, a good question here. I actually, I take my glasses off for this one. Um, just <laughs> <getting sure. laughs> um, 
kind of like talking to myself four years ago, five years ago. Um, I would just say to anybody who's, who's struggling right now with addiction, um, you know, I could sit here and tell you all day that, um, you know, whatever you're going through, you know, you can get help. Um, you know, there's another way out, but really it's ultimately up to you. But what, what I would say is like, the one thing for me, that when I decided to quit, um, was that the memories that I lost. Like there were so many, sorry, I don't know about That's all right. Um, the one thing that I, you know, can't recapture back is the lost memories. You know, like, like you go to these parties, you do all these things, like even the good, the bad, you know, the ugly, the happy, that's all part of our journey, I feel like. That's what makes you who you are today. And like, I was never happy. When I was drinking, I wasn't happy. Before that, I wasn't happy. Like, just looking back, I was never happy. And the minute I decided to quit drinking and actually live life and like, was brave enough to feel those experiences, that's who's made me who I am today. And I'm able to deal with that stuff now. And I'm so happy. Like, like I can't even explain it. Like, I'm like on a happy high. Like, I am so happy with who I am, with accepting who I am. Like, I don't care, you know, what other people think, and, and that's helping me with my recovery. So I would just say, you know, first part is just admitting you have a problem, you know, mm-hmm. reaching out to somebody, say, hey, I need help. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean you're weak. I, to me, that shows that you have a sign of strength. That's not a sign of weakness. That's a sign of strength to me. Definitely. To say, hey, I need some help to get out of this. Can you help me? And, and that's something I try to do too, is like with you and like my other friends on Facebook is like, I'm here. Like I'm barely here today, one of my friends told me. Mm. I'm like, I'm here, do you need me to hold you? you need me, I mean like, do you need me to hold you up? Do you need me to pull you up? You know, like like we get each other, we got each other's back. Um, I mean, with addiction too, like getting a, like your tribe or getting like your mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. people you can reach out to. Your group. You know, mm-hmm. just getting your little tight knit uh, community together. And people you can depend on that can help you, you know, um, being vulnerable with those people and so they feel that they can trust you and they can share with you too. Just having connections like that outside of like the meetings and things like that is, is really important in keeping our recovery too. Um, and so, so that's what I would say, you know, just mm-hmm. find well, people you can reach out to um, yeah. and uh, maybe just making yourself vulnerable and open to people so if they do have a problem, they feel comfortable that they can come forward. Well, I am definitely very grateful for the connection that we have made and for you being a part of the Ravers for Recovery community. You know, um, thanks to Troy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We did have some glitches, I know, on this (laughs) podcast. We will, once we get up and running, you know, here in maybe a year, months, whenever, uh, do another podcast, you know, with you. Um, yeah, absolutely. I would, I would be more than honored to come back again. But truly grateful for you to be our second guest on the Ravers for Recovery podcast. And uh, this is Troy Wagner. And until next time, just keep your head up and know that there are people out there to reach out to. And that strength is... No, that asking for help is definitely a strength. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Troy. 
You have been listening to another episode of the Ravers for Recovery podcast. I am Troy Wagner. I'm Eric Miller. And we are Ravers for Recovery. Recovery. And if you listen to this, you are too. Go ahead and join the Facebook group, which is growing quickly. You'll find that with keyword Ravers for Recovery. Also, make sure to check out the website. A lot of cool info on there. That's at raversforrecovery.org. Until next time, again, we are Ravers Ravers for for Recovery. Recovery.